Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. Mondo, who tonight faces Davey Richards in the biggest test of your Ring of Honor career. Yeah, that's right, Richards. Yo, Wolf Boy, why don't you get to your television screen so you can hear me a little clearer? For the first time ever here in Charleston, Mondo and Richards in Ring of Honor. Yeah, Davey, I don't like you. You kidding me? Sure as heck don't fear you, but as hard as to roll off my tongue. That's right, Veda. Unfortunately, I do respect you, Davey. We've both been all around the world. We've competed and beaten the best from all around the world. But Davey, you call yourself the best in the world? I call you bluff, punk. That's right. You ain't the best until you defeated this man. And Davey, you always say the hunt is on. Well, tonight, you are the hunted. And you will fall prey. To no fear, Mike Mondo. What up, High Fivers? You know the deal. This is your boy, High Five Tom. And I've got uh, the Oakland-nominated uh, podcast extraordinaire, my good friend Will here on the other side of the world, slash country. Will, how are you this evening? Good, Tom. I want to start out with a, uh, I guess you could call it an amendment from from last week's show, I was wearing my Moxley t-shirt, and I couldn't find the, uh, the feller who did the artwork. And I've since found the page because they have a new name. So it is uh, In Brightest Day underscore X. Big fan of his work. He's a, a Bengals fan, Chicago boy. Oh, nice. Yeah. He's, a, well, he's a Bengals fan, but Andy's a Chicago boy? No, I screwed that up. So, Cleveland. No, right. Yeah, no. Cincinnati, Ohio. Yeah, Cincinnati. Shout out to Brett and Beaumont. That, the, the other one that starts with a C, you know? In Ohio. Um, if you get a chance, can you send me a link and I'll throw in uh, um, a link to in our uh, the episode description for this week? Yep. Please and thank you. Big fan of his stuff. He does a lot of other... You go to his, his, his shop. He's got different... Uh, 
like wrestling themed stuff, and he also has other kind of pop culture inspired. There's like Ninja Turtle shirts, stuff like that. So, okay. yeah, I'm sure Chad would really enjoy that. So, I'm saying you come sit by us. So, yeah, I uh, I found that. So, had to uh, yeah, that was a dope Moxley shirt. So. He also does a lot of his wrestling Some of the bigger ones, like I've also got a, a Fiend shirt. It's got a bunch of Japanese script over it. It's kind of like a silhouette of the Fiend mask. That's cool. It's done a lot of cool stuff like that. Um, all that stuff he kind of puts up for like limited time. But I forgot. I know you put the Discord, but did Aunt Money say anything about that mock shirt? Or no, it was the NWO shirt. That was the NWO shirt. He didn't. Um, and I haven't watched the the Mark Order podcast. I, I was listening to it. It sounds like he got like a Ghostbusters Sting shirt. Yeah, I heard about that. I was trying to piece it together based on being an audio experience. Right. People singing the Ghostbusters song and saying talking something about saying man named Sting. Yeah. And uh, Faith and I are going to go knock out some more Ghostbuster stuff here in a couple weeks. Sunshine? Yeah, we're staying right by there. We're at the Central Park West. We already saw that stuff. I know, but whatever. <laughs> we're going to a good trip. And I emailed you the ticket. So, all right. Other than that, Will, how are you? I'm doing all right. If anybody finds themselves... In the New Hampshire region, they could see me, Angel City Music Hall, Manchester, New Hampshire, by Spider Bite Tattoo, the Drive-By Bukaki CD release show. Nice. I'm currently wearing my uh, Drive-By Bukaki Forever Terry Funk shirt. <laughs> uh, also playing is Chain to the Dead from New Jersey, Backstabbers Incorporated, Womb Eater, Fabricator. Damn. And I feel like I'm forgetting somebody. So sorry, whoever I'm forgetting. And that's, um, so that's, next, that's, that's next, next Thursday. Okay. Okay. So that's the 7th. 7 7. Okay. So we're recording next Wednesday then. We're back to Wednesdays. I mean, as long as that works for you. I mean, yeah. I used to have to, I get a brewer game, uh, early brewer game that day. So yeah, that works out. I know we probably should have handled that in pre-production, or, but, or uh, we or we could push it to. I mean, if it's yeah. less more time, we just try to squeeze it in Tuesday night or Friday, whatever, whatever works for whatever works for you. Yeah, we'll we'll figure it out. So, and speaking of next Friday, Ring of Honor fans, tickets for Death Before Dishonor go on sale. If you happen to find yourself in the air, I'm going. Our friend from the Wizards Discord land, Mike Peterson at Law Mike Peterson. Playing yeah. on going, the king of the watch alongs, Mr. Mike Peterson. So, yes, so I'm very excited. Um, kind of ties into something we're going to talk about later, but it's going to be my first Ring of Honor live event. Nice, it's going to be a good one. This Saugus Arena, I've seen Judas Priest there, so all on board. Nice. Well, um, speaking of what we're talking about later, uh, do you want to handle? We got some time, yet, real quick. 
uh, before he tells him to fuck off. We want to handle our our Brunden question. I know you can only do part of it, but yeah. If we don't, do you want do you want to talk about what's going on with you first, or do you want do we just want to go right to the questions? Uh let's go to the questions, and then we can kind of spring a lot. You know what's what's going on with uh with me. I like to say it's all about me, but it is all about me. But uh, but Brunden, uh, fan of the show. Uh, high fiver number one uh, got our uh, he did get our mystery question last week on how uh, the song SOS relates to the conversation we were having at the time. So shout out to Brunden. Uh, but basically, he just wants to know what's your favorite ma- Ring of Honor match you've seen, and also use the favorite one you saw live. So what's your favorite Ring of Honor? And listen, this is forever. I thought um, we should probably actually will. We are at the halfway point in 2012, by the way. We are probably should have planned out some like award ceremony or something for, but um, I mean, the only award to give out is greatest tag team. That's uh, to the guardians of truth. Five stars ring generals. Zack Sabre Jr. And Daniel Bryan have nothing on these guys. You know, and show out to Brunden for saving me the torture <laughs> of looking up who the fuck a goddamn guardians of fucking truth were. Oh my god, that match was the drizzling shits. Will you know what, Tom? I I said I was going to try to sell you on uh, this match being a great match, and I I went into watching it ready to try to make my argument. But you know what? It was it wasn't the best match. No, it's the best worst match we've seen. Whether whether it's because of the ring, whether it's just because they didn't really get to rehearse shit, if they're not used to working in masks, like... Masks with no eyes. Right, like, it's... It's, uh... There was a lot of things that could have contributed to that. Um, Cheeseburger fixed the ropes after, so it's okay. Yeah. Um, And I got no heat with the headbangers in real life, you know, I mean, good on them. Um... It was bad, but yeah, we'll we'll definitely get to it, that. It was definitely not great. Yeah, it was it, it, it was horrible. But if we want to answer Brendan's question, my favorite, obviously, my favorite match I've seen live hasn't happened yet. So I'll come back and answer this question uh, the week after Death Before Dishonor. But my favorite match that I've seen. And look, when I think about the Ring of Honor matches that I really like, outside of the ones that we've been watching recently, the ones that are like in recent memory, yeah, I don't really have like one in particular. Like, obviously, I kind of watch Ring of Honor sporadically in these earlier years, and I really kept up with it once uh, they came back with the Pure Tournament. So there's a lot of Ring of Honor, Ring of Honor I haven't seen yet. So. I want to answer it this way. Obviously, Briscoe's FTR was a really good match. Yeah. Um, but if we want to give some mention to some that are not kind of like current matches, one that stands out to me is the Mexa Squad, oh, nice. uh, the, uh, the the triple threat match they had when they were kind of like on the outs. Yeah. Uh, that was an amazing match. I thought it was a lot of great spots. That's yeah, a match I... Lomita wasn't uh, demonic Flamita at that point yet, right? No, he was just... It was still just Flamita. 
And we know um, people. Correct. Oh. And another one that really stands out to me is I couldn't tell you exactly when it was, but I remember there being a match between SoCal Uncensored and the Kingdom. And it was on a TV. And I just remember it being a lot of fun because it's two heel teams. Yeah. They're both trying to like kind of out heel each other and like try to get away with like the, oh, I'm going to pretend I got hit with this. And they're like, oh, I'm going to slide this chair over there, pretend you did it. And he's like, they're sliding like title belts back and forth, chairs back and forth. Maria's trying to like get things to go the right way and like nothing's really working out for either team. Also, so I'm looking, I'm looking forward to when we get to that match. So it's Bennett and Taven Kingdom, huh? I believe it is Bennett and Taven. Nice. It might be Adam Cole. It might be Bennett and Adam Cole. Interesting. So it's going to be a couple of years till we get there. But like that's that's something that I want from when I watched before I was really into Ring of Honor. That that stuck with me, and I keep think I think I go back to that match. Um, for me, I'm just gonna go with my my favorite. This may not be the best, um, and I'm not just saying. I've said this for a while. Um, Guardians of Truth Briscoes opening match of Best in the World 2012. You're you're, you're close. <laughs> um, the Briscoes are involved in this match. Um, and this is actually for my first Ring of Honor show ever live. Um, it was uh, April 28th, uh, 2017 at the Turner Hall Ball here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. One of my favorite venues, one of my better half's favorite venues. Um, I'm not saying that because she's sitting right across the table from me right now. Um, and you can also hear a review of this match uh, coming out on Visionaries Gold Media on Saturday, as I just recorded something with uh, Chad and Diesel. Uh, but it was a six-way match. It was uh, the Briscoes and Bully Ray, who were the current uh, trios champions at the time, versus Dalton Castle and the War Boys. I think we've talked about this already before. We, I uh, think we brought this up last week. Um, but yeah, that Mad Endless in rewatching it was. Oh, shit. Will, you still there? Yep. Okay. I hit upgrade. I don't want to upgrade. Fuck you, Zoom. <laughs> I don't want to pay for this service. I expect it for free. <laughs> That's right, God damn it. Um, I pay with it for by advertising for Zoom by saying "fuck you, Zoom" every week. Um, but yeah, that's but the real that's the real T-shirt for this podcast. It's not it's not the five thousand dollars. It's not squeeze those lemons. It's uh, it's fuck you, Zoom. That's the yeah. That's a, that sounds like a great idea. Like you're thinking there, Will. Um, yeah, don't care unless yeah. This match definitely stood the test of time. Um, you know, a lot of, a lot of comedy spots mixed in with some great action. Um, I mean, you had fucking War Machine dressed up as the fucking boys. How can that not be funny? Um, I'm looking forward to getting into that. Like, I do remember, like, top prospect tournament, Ray Rowe mm-hmm. and, uh, Hanson. Obviously, Hanson's from my neck of the woods. Yeah. From Massachusetts, chaotic guy. Uh, so, yeah, that's, I mean, that's years out. From 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 now, but yeah, I think we'll probably get into them probably what 2025, 26. So, which you know, it's funny, it sounds so far away, but it's not. I know it's, it's already been a half a year, Tom. Yeah, no shit, and I you're you're I haven't scared you away yet. So, um, till we, till we implode, 
trying to get trying to steal the spotlight from each other. Yeah, well, it's yeah, it's not trying to start talking. I, I find some way to hit you with a chair from <laughs> halfway across the country. Yeah, or you throw me through a barbershop window or something like that. So I, I send Faith a couple of bucks, like, hey, smack Tom with the, like a folding chair or something. <laughs> A folding chair. Oh shit! This could happen. Um, but yeah, no, Brandon. Uh, to the question, um, you know, and like I said, Briscoe's FTR is definitely up there. There is a, um, you know, there's been a bunch of matches, but the one that still to this day resonates with me is the main event, a final battle, 2018. Um, it was my second final battle that I got to watch in real time. Um, but this was a fun one to watch develop, and obviously this turned into AEW because this is this is the Young Bucks. So it was Young Bucks uh, versus uh, SCU, which was Cast and Scorpio Sky uh, versus Dem Boys in a ladder match with Ring of Honor tag team titles. Um, still my favorite Ring of Honor match of all time. Um, it was brutal, lots of high spots, but it was a great story. Um, like I said, you know, four of the six were all leaving, so. He, they kind of knew the Briscoes were going to win, uh, but kind of like Clark Connors uh, at Forbidden Door, you know, they booked it so well that they thought maybe, maybe not, you know. And then the Young Bucks, and they all signed with AEW literally the next week after that. Um, so if anyone, yeah, if I want to tell them to get into Ring of Honor, watch that match. So yeah, Brandon, so I'm, um, I'm, glad you, I'm glad you had good answers. You had like dates and times and locations. I was like, I saw this match. On team on ringofhonorwrestling.com. <laughs> well, it's funny. One of my other favorite matches I saw live, I don't even remember the participants. I know Teton and uh, Flip Gordon were in a, a, and two other luchadors were in a, in Milwaukee, Potawatomi. And uh, they didn't have a goddamn intermission. And you know, I got a bladder like a fucking, you know, the size of a fucking pee. And I had to pee. And Is I just the show that Teton wound up in your chair? Yeah. Could have been your lap, Tom. I know, you know, I was like, what the? it's the one time I got up in the middle of a match to pee in my whole life. I just don't like doing that to people. So, and of course where this, this bingo hall was set up, it was a good half mile to get to the fucking bathroom. So, but I digress. Um, yeah, Brendan. Yeah. As always, man, thank you for being, uh, you know, uh, on the spot with the questions and everything and, uh, our little nuggets of information. So, and, Hopefully one of these days we'll get the high five in person. Um, so, you know, maybe we'll have him on for a, a, you know, a third surprise guest one of these days too. So some of the bigger shows we got a big final battle coming up in six months. Will. I do. And uh, we can take a second to address a uh, friend, Eric Freed's E Freed's. Yep. Uh, when does the podcast come up? It's now you're listening to it right now. <laughs> it's happening. Yeah, I mean it's it's as you as right now. So, um, yeah, I know Eric's talking about doing something soon. So hopefully he gets uh you know gets his gets on the airways there soon. So, but uh yeah, thanks, Brendan. So um yeah, other than that, yeah, the week was you know we'll talk about Forbidden Door because it's kind of Ring of Honor related, but uh, Death Before Dishonor's coming. So hopefully we get Mercedes Martinez match. Uh, you know, we'll have an FTR match. We'll have Wheeler Yuta. Yeah. We'll have the Octopus. And then, uh, 
Well, shit, Gresham's wrestling Takashita, what, like the day before? Terminus, yeah. Is it the 22nd? Or the 21st? Uh, I saw the graphic. I didn't pay attention when the date was because I haven't watched the last two Terminus shows, so. (laughs) Check those out, even if Will hadn't. I I bought them. I, I own them. I have them in the library. I'm just terrible at going back to watch things. I still haven't watched yet. Uh, well, I, it's funny actually. I haven't watched Gresham and uh, Santana yet. That's the yeah, only that, thing. I- it, that sucked. That sucked. Well, have you watched Dynamite? No, but I heard you heard Santana fucked up his ACL or something like that. Yeah. Has there been any report or like a? Uh, is it that bad? I don't know if there's been any like official statement. Uh, July twenty first is a uh, is terminus. Yeah, it's two days before. It's two days before. I really it, like. You'll see it. Like, I don't think it's not really a spoiler if you know what you're because like, it happens early on, and it looks bad. Like I, people are saying like his knee kind of crumbled under the weight. He did like a urinagi. He yeah. kind of spun around on like one foot, and it almost looked like to me that he dropped the guy like, onto his leg. So it almost looked like. like a, when I watched it, I, I took it as like he's going for like a backbreaker of some kind. Yeah. And then Jack, people are saying it's when he went, when he was coming down for the Uranagi, like his knee just gave out, like went sideways. And he was down for the, the whole match. Oh, man. Such a nice guy. So I've heard, I, I know. Friend of the Wizards. Popped huge when they showed up and fucked with the Young Bucks when they were in the mass and whatever that show was. Yeah, wicked early on. Great Sweet. guys. Hopefully, I can get something from uh, the next time he does a merch drop on his uh, his his his, uh, his merchandise. Yeah, I need a Santana shirt. So yeah, let me know because he has his own brand there. It's the Born Nasty or whatever. I think Matt got something, but the thing is, it's all so, so it's all small bat shit. So, yeah, it sells out like right away. Well, and then I won't post the link because I don't want any goddamn high fivers getting a shirt before I do. That's right. Feel free to send us more questions. It doesn't even have to be Ring of Honor related. Tom and I will talk about anything. Yeah, that's true. I mean, zero question on this end. So, send fan mail, send us your thoughts on all this. Yeah, if you want our addresses, uh, I'll, uh, I'll I'll send you to my PO box in Idaho because I'll be thoughts, there. I'll be thoughts, there. Uh, thoughts on olives. Thoughts on uh, shower doors. Thoughts on uh, people thinking you're homeless in New York City. Yeah. Thoughts about how the Yankees are the greatest baseball team ever. You know, whatever you want to. Yeah, thoughts on the guy whose ass I should have whipped at Warrior Wrestling because they. Why the Brewers suck? Uh, well, I don't care about the Brewers. I just care. I just care about the Cardinals. Uh, Aren't the Card? Don't the Cardinals suck too? Uh they're in second place right now behind the Brewers, but huh. Yankees and Mets doing hell of a season this year. No, this guy was just that condescending fucking Cubs fan. Just everything that's wrong with Chicago is embedded in this fucking guy. All right, speaking of all the worst things, Tom, 
think I think we got we got to take the fuck you Zoom break. Okay, high fivers. We'll see you in a couple seconds. Uh, enjoy this amazing Mike Mondo promo that I'm going to cut in between these uh these breaks. I will. I'll see you in a couple seconds. Hammerstein Ballroom, New York City. Best in the world, 2012 hostage crisis continues. Nigel McGinnis, Kevin Kelly here with you. First half, of course, dominated by the story of Adam Cole and uh, stitched up. We understand teeth being put back in. Something fans will be talking about for a long time. But the second half of, of Best in the World will reflect all on the champions and, of course, our main event. For the world title, Davey Richards, his last shot at Kevin Steen. Anything goes, and the package pile driver is legal. So much to talk about, so much to get excited about. I can't wait. Yeah, and of course, the tag team titles as well. The All Night Express, wrestling's great, greatest tag team. Well, I was getting to the fact that we were going to have a live Prodigy service announcement.
I hope you guys enjoyed that brief uh, Mike Mondo promo. Um, I have a feeling Mr. Mike Mondo's name will come up a lot in this episode. Uh, will and I were texting each other all week, very excitedly about everything that happened, Mike Mondo. Uh, but before we do, um, I would be remiss. I do have a couple of Ring of Honor things related to um, as it relates to my weekend. Um, so I did go to the Warrior Wrestling pre-show. And, um, you know, I'm a big fan of Warrior Wrestling. And real quick, I just want to say, if you get a chance, check out the six-man scramble. Uh, shout out to um, former guest, uh, Perch, uh, that did the showcase with me. But he ref uh, reffed his fucking balls off. It was Gringo Loco, Ninja Mac, and, oh, my God, uh, Golden uh, Dragon Bane, Golden Dragon. Oh, shit. And I am totally spacing who else is in there. But the six it is probably one of the best Lucha matches I've ever seen live in person. But where it comes back to um, Ring of Honor, you know, this is the Warrior Wrestling Show. They had the pre-show fan fest. And um, your boy High Five Tom got a picture and an autograph for Will and I. Uh, for someone whose name comes up very, very often on this program, Mr. Kevin Kelly. And dude could not have been sweeter. Um, I chickened out. I didn't ask him for a drop. I should have. I'm sorry, Will. Um, Sorry, we're we're not quite to the drops yet. You know, I just we're getting there. We're, we're we are getting there. Um, yeah, we we talked about um, actually this pay per view and uh, the Adam Cole um, Kyle O'Reilly and uh, yeah, I just I just shook his hand and thanked him, man, because I mean this is you know having him and him and Nigel are money on commentary. They really really are, and this is one of their best episodes. And that's saying a lot. Um, but will, I don't know if I actually told you this. So Mike Bennett and Maria Canales were also there. So I got to high five Mike Bennett. Thank you for all him. Uh, was, got, uh, he wrestled Yehi at the show, right? Or is that a different show? No, it was a different show. He wrestled, oh, he wrestled at, uh, AAW. No, he wrestled beast man. And I don't know. I didn't know much about beast man, but he's a big boy. He's not small. And that was not small. Great fucking match, and Bennett ended up winning. But uh, speaking of Mike Bennett in AEW, um, if you want to check out his match he recently had with this guy, Niles Garvin, who I never fucking heard of till three months ago, uh, dude's just having five star matches up the up up the ass. Um, but yeah, I got to say hi to Mike Bennett and say hi, but I got to talk to Maria Canales real quick, um, because she did her Women of uh, Wrestling Army show, pre show, uh, but friend of high, uh, friend of High Five Tom and his personal favorite, uh, Sierra was on the show. So I got to pump her up and say, hey, you know, Marie Canales, great job. Blah, blah, blah. Um, she's going places. This is her first chance to get live. Uh, but shout out to Sierra. She was on Rampage. I don't know if you did you watch Rampage at all by any chance? Uh, if you if you get a chance, I said, yeah, she got a nice pop. You know, definitely there's a nice crowd um, cheer. But yeah, she in in a three-day span, she wrestled Serena Deeb and Mercedes Martinez. And then she wrestled Marty Bell and Allison Kay. So I'm sure she was sore as fuck. It's not a, not a bad crew to share rings with, though. No, not not at all. So shout out to Sierra. So, um, 
Yeah, and Forbidden Door was great. Yeah, I just want to shout out uh, my boy Nick over at Universal Pod, uh, my good friend Dan over at Cage My IQ. Uh, he's the one's going to help me get into UFC. You know, obviously Tim over at the Wrestling Index. Good to see you, brother. Uh, Brett, uh, Brett from the Burning Buster Boys, Chad from Visionaries Globe Media, and then uh, finally Mr. JCB, uh, band from Ringside. It was good to see everybody. Um, and obviously I got to see the baby uh, club sewer, Mr. Rod Domingo and Elaine Delingo. Uh, and I will see them in a couple weeks, but yeah, for Vindor, I mean, we could talk about that, Will, but I mean, we'll be here all fucking night. But we still have reigning Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions, but now they said more So, and I'm not sure who said it that doesn't like this version of FTR in the Discord, but they're crazy. But we still love you. I believe that was Eric, which I do oh. tend to agree. I do find the, was there, it was, yeah. kind of, it was uh, the notion, or he was saying that he feels like the FTR gimmick was better served when they were heels. And they're the ones going around like all these AEW teams are all flippy shit, and you know, we don't do flippy shit. You know, you got to hold the tag rope, you got to obey the count, you got to. And now they're just like, everybody loves this team. They're, they're over, let them be baby faces. Yeah, but I mean, they didn't. I mean, even the because, like, right now they're going to be going in against the Bucks, and the Bucks aren't necessarily like super heels right now. Like, they're still heels, but they're not like like they were a couple months ago. Yeah. Isn't there like a like a weird storyline going on where Hangman's kind of coming back into the fold with the Young Bucks? I heard. I think so. I've got to watch BTE because I think there's been some stuff on BTE. And a lot of people are saying that there was supposed to be some stuff in the post match from the four way when they came down to the ring with O'Reilly. But because Cole was hurt, they just kind of kind of scuttled everybody out. Yeah. And on, you haven't seen these yet, but on. Dynamite, they were kind of doing like a bit about how everybody's hurt, like on their Twitter bio, like all our friends are hurt. Yeah. They're talking about like how, oh, even Brandon's not even here filming this. This is some intern we found. And it's like, we don't have any friends. And Matt's like, well, there's that one guy. And they're like, you're right, this Fred who's behind the camera. So it's like, maybe they are, maybe there's going to be some some retribution between them and them and Hangman. Interesting. So, yeah, I haven't watched. I should. I should tune in. So, BTE is worth it this week, though. I haven't watched BTE yet. So, this was on. You do get to see Okada wearing Nick Jackson's gear to watch BTE, which apparently this is like a running thing that he's done for like years. Is take Nick's gear and like pose in it. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was watching that. I was watching Forbidden Door. And I was just having a chuckle in my head. I bet you Vince Russo is just fucking kicking himself in the fucking balls. Yeah, Vince Russo's a piece of shit. <laughs> I mean, you know, it wasn't just Okada that he fucked over. I mean, it's Takahashi, too. And look at these two. I mean, obviously, hindsight's twenty twenty, but, I mean, New Japan knew. Um, yeah. So... Yeah, 
Well, Will, we've do, got... Do we, do we want to get into the, the old stuff? Or we, the, the thing that people are here for? We probably should, because we've got a lot of it. And um, my, my last Forbidden Door thought is... Uh, I, I talk about this dual powerbomb comic a lot. Uh, Daniel Warren Johnson lives in Chicago, so he was at the Forbidden oh. Door pay-per-view. Took, a, took pictures with a couple fans, a couple people that like, recognized him, a couple people who had the dual power bomb shirts. No shit. Took, took pictures with them. So, uh, and he's got a, I mean, I guess it's not a spoiler because he posted on his, his social media. So it's not like he's trying to like hide that he's going. But uh, there's the band Horrendous is going to be playing Chicago in August and he's got tickets. So he'll be at the Cobra Lounge. Ah, Cobra Lounge. That's where I uh, saw. Sick foot on the agnostic front. If you remember those couple weeks where I couldn't talk, but we were recording like this. I like the new agnostic front shirts. So I'll say agnostic back on yep. the other side. Great merchandising. Fucking but, fuck. You know, you know, Tom, when it's summertime, I hate people. And sometimes I get a bit of road rage. Uh oh. Ah, I see. We got some there. road rage. Wow. Oof. Sorry, it's been a day. We wow. got some oh. road rage oh. for best in the world 2012. Episode 41 of Ring of Honor TV. Air date June 30th, 2012. That's we 10 are... years ago today. <laughs> yeah, today. 10 years ago. Damn, whoever started, whoever thought about doing this podcast did a great job of planning out how all this shit would fall into place. Weird, weird how that kind of worked out. So, um, but Ro- Will, we are raging on the road, but we are not in Baltimore. We are in West Virginia. Um, That's it. I quit. It was in Baltimore. Yeah, I, you know, shout to that Baltimore crowd, though, man. They're holding it down, but yeah, they're on the road. Uh, but yeah, great matches, great matches on this road rage. Well, yeah, and they had that four-way that they always showed highlights from. I was like, holy shit. I totally missed that the first time I watched it. So I was uh, trying to figure out because I missed the fact that it was like the four-corner survival thing where people had to like tag in and out. Yeah. So I thought it was like a tag team match. But then like other people were like, I thought they were on a team. Now they're yeah. hitting each other. Then I'm like, oh, it's I got it now. I'm with you now. Yeah, it was a proven ground yeah. match. And then- uh, Adam Cole got a pin on uh, – Roderick Strong. Yeah. So not only did Adam Cole win the Proving Ground match for the television title, he also beat the the champ at this time. Will Roderick Strong be champ coming out of Best in the World? We'll get there. But before then, we got TV people in the ring with Jim Cornette. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we have something before that, though, Will. We did. Oh. It did. It did kill me when they did that. It's like, oh, Jim Cornette's on commentary. Oh, Jim Cornette's bringing all the TV people in the ring. Yeah, Jim Cornette thought it was 1985, not 2012. Jim Cornette's hitting the old PBS viewers like you thing with all, here's the guy who runs his TV station that carries Ring of Honor. Woo! Yeah, and then they had a car dealership owner at the sponsor. Yeah, the sponsor. <laughs> that was uh, bad. You know, that, it, that might be the only thing worse than the Guardians of Truth match that we saw for this it, episode. Is, is this Vern Gagne circa 1985 or, you know, 
But we do have the aforementioned uh, Jim Cornette and Kevin Kelly in the ring. Uh, but Will, Tom. they're introducing a first-time matchup, Will. First time. Never I, happened before. I don't know about you, but I lost my shit. Davy Richards versus Ring of Honor Reverie favorite Mike Mondo. Awesome. And high fivers, you heard uh, Mike Mondo skating promo. Um, make in, in a nutshell, Mike Mondo don't give a flying fuck about nothing. He's no, you know, I'm paraphrasing obviously, but uh, I mean, he says that. But if you follow the mind of Mondo tweets, he cares about a lot of things. He does care, but he doesn't fear anything. That's a good point. Yeah, it's a, no he, fear, and he, and he lives up to it. Um, yeah, I forgot he, that that was the opening match. Yeah, that's how we that was our curtain jerker world. We knew it was gonna be imagine a time where that was your curtain jerker. Davey Richards, your former heavyweight champion, going in against Kevin Steen. If he doesn't win in this anything goes match, he does not get any more shots. But he's got a bout with Mike Mondo. 15 minute time limit. Yeah. And people sleep on Mike Mondo, but you know who doesn't sleep on Mike Mondo? I mean, I don't anymore, but like like I tweeted out a while ago, if you told me that some dude from the Spirit Squad was going to wind up being my favorite wrestler to watch for this podcast and it only gets better but i don't want to bury the lead there we'll we'll get to that part eventually but uh uh yeah, what, a, what a match yeah um yeah I, you know he tells him yeah you know tv richards i respect you but i sure shit don't fear you but uh and their stats are are pretty even um i think richards and uh actually i think he had more or um mondo's been around for a while yeah you know, and then Cornette does uh, talk him up a bunch. You know, just talking about Mike Mondo was a hot OVW prospect, you know, and then he did his time in the E, but he didn't want to tame, he didn't want to entertain wrestlers, he didn't want to entertain people. He wanted to wrestle people, so he hit the road. And man, WWE's loss is our game. Um, so we yeah. think that Dolph Ziggler is the only one out of that crew that stuck around. Well, Spears got that ended a while ago, didn't it? Yeah. And they brought one of the other fellows came back for like a week or two. But yeah. All that kind of stuff is crazy. Don't think there was also a caddy. You know, you never know. Yeah. Um, yeah, they I mean on commentary, they really are they're I mean, I think they're gonna push Mondo here. You know, I don't they think they usually do. They like they don't sugarcoat like Mondo does have his detractors, yeah. but he's you never get the same Mike Mondo in every match. Yeah, and this was no different, you know. And then uh, they're just talking how he, he studies a lot of film and he's a big fan of Johnny Saint. You know that obviously be right up Nigel's beginning. So, um, yeah. But then this, you know, the match started. Um, you know, I guess kind of, kind of funny that they might. We're talking about Johnny Saint there, and Johnny Saint was also brought up on. I don't remember if it was on commentary for Forbidden Door or on Dynamite. They brought up Johnny Saint too. Uh, I must have. Uh, I haven't watched either, but I heard something about that. Yeah, his name's come up, and I think I wonder if he's still GM for NXT UK. Um, because he was, but who knows? So, 
It might have been Dynamite. It was when Cesaro was in the ring. That makes sense. I mean, Claudio Castagnoli. Through the building. That's probably the top 10 lowest pops. Even ever. though JR is still calling him Cesaro. Specifically during Blood and Guts, who points out there's no uh, no love loss between Cesaro and Jake Hager. And everybody starts chanting, we the people. But anyway, we're not here to talk about Claudio Castagnoli. You can you go before 2012 for that. Yeah. We're talking about Mike Fucamondo. Yeah, but this March this started off awesome. You know, a lot of tit-for-tat submissions, and Mike Mondo, I mean, Duke can go. Countering out. He's got the reversal. He's got shit scouted. Yeah, and, uh, you know, he, and it's funny. You got, yeah, there's a lot more footage uh, on Richards than there is on Mondo. You know, so, um, you know, a lot of tit-for-tat. Uh, they answer each other's moves, but at the end, you know, um, you know, Mondo gets a nice little cheap shot in on him, though, which is awesome. Flight ends up outside. Uh you know, and Richards, I mean, Richards pretty fucking deadly on the outside. That's the bottom line. Um, we still see Richards kind of play up to the crowd a little bit, though. He's hung up on the crowd. Yeah. He's looking for acceptance here. And that's not him. And, uh, no. And he was also looking to get a submission victory on Mike Mondo with the old ankle arm. Yeah. Um, but Mondo gets him that funky, like, that funky, he was, like, laying on his legs. But he started digging his knuckles into his midsection. Bring general. That's the smarts. You know, it wasn't as good as him trying to bite out TJP's eyeball. I mean, that's still number one. Yeah, that's going to be tough to top. That's dedication. Um, you know, and, and well, I mean, he does something different. So this time he's not going to tie, you know, Richard's arm up in, in, the, in the turnbuckle. But, uh, yeah, and then all of a sudden you hear Bobby Cruz announce that there's three minutes left. You're like, oh, shit. That was 12 minutes that fucking flew by. Um, yeah, you know, at the end of the match, you know, um, they battle back and forth. Richards gets that ankle lock, and then uh, Bamondo doesn't tap. He slams his arm on the mat once. So Richards thinks he's got it one. He thinks that was a tap out, and they say, nope, bell rung because the time's up. Yep. Mike holds on his last sink, and we get a draw. That's right, because we got a champ for five more minutes. Sinclair asks Richards if he wants to go, and obviously Richards is like, yeah, let's go. Mike Mondo gets to his foot. He's kind of nursing that one leg. He's looking at Davey Richards, kind of steps up to him a wee bit. Mike Mondo exits the ring, goes back up the ramp. Mike Mondo is happy with a draw against former world heavyweight champion. 15 minutes. And he gave and he took it to him for 15 minutes. So um, Mike Mondo getting some legs here, ladies and gentlemen. Um, you heard it here first, you know. But yeah, then this is where the clip of, of that four-way that Will and I were talking about next. Uh, you know, it's Kyle O'Reilly, uh, Roderick Strong, Adam Cole, and BJ Whitmer. Yeah. Brain Buster Boy Brett. Um where the it's a proven it's basically a proving your own match. So the winner gets a TV title shot, and if Roderick Strong wins, nobody ain't getting shit. But somebody won. Yeah. Somebody who who uh, who wins quite a few things. Yeah, won a lot today, and uh, yeah, Adam Cole ends up rolling up Roderick <clears throat> Roderick Strong. 
right. Not only does he win the proven ground match, he beat the champ. So will uh, the future the future hold for Roger Strong or uh, for Adam Cole and uh, that TV title? So we shall see. Will so and this is just a clip. They don't show. I don't know if they're going to show that later. Um, this is part of the road That's race. Right. Just, uh, it was just a clip, but you know where you could probably find the DVD to watch this whole thing. I don't know. Will where can I find something like that? Ring of Honor Wrestling.com. Oh, nice. Or I could just have my friend Dustin with all this. They, they still want you to get Sundown Showdown of the Sun. They still want you to the Battle of the Carolinas. We're going to own that someday, Will. We they are. want you to get that Virginia show I don't remember talking about. <laughs> we did, though. We've covered everything. So, um, Well, you've at least covered everything. I might have been there. But was I really there? Who knows? <laughs> um, but yeah, like Will talked about earlier. It's the TV affiliates. Ooh, you have a one-hour program. This takes up time. You could be putting in promos or another match. I throw a squash match in there. Let Michael Elgin squash somebody for like thirty seconds. Like, Bill, get him ready for the the match with Finley. I mean, I just don't get it. It's it's too old school. It's too much of a throw. Like they threw back too far. Yeah, and you're owned by a fucking nationally recognized cable company. Do you really have to worry about Tom, Dick, and Harry over at the 540 watt? No disrespect. Sorry, you know, your TV station and your used car salesman, but. Oh, well, we don't have to spend too much time on that because nothing, uh, yeah, nothing, nothing of value happened there. Kevin Steen didn't come out and powerbomb all of them. I mean, that would have been something. I kind of wish wish he had, you know. Because so. talk about him going to like the sponsor dinner, he could have come out and powerbombed a sponsor. That's it's it writes itself. I mean, I don't know why they didn't, but somebody should hire me to book their wrestling production. Just kidding. Don't do that. Well, we'll see. Well, we've we got some things in the works. We'll we'll talk off 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 mic here. So, um, but then we have a true. Texas Death Match. Sorry, I just got a feeling the other day. Texas Death Match. Unlimited Falls. No time limit. That's right. No time limit. The match ends if you cannot get up and answer a 10 count. So this match could go to 50 falls each if you guys can keep it going. But injuries or pinfalls. You know, talk about first time matchups. We've never seen Jay Briscoe, Charlie Haas in a ring together before. We <laughs> never ever that week have we seen these two entering together. So, um, boy, I hope this is over. <laughs> it's got to be. It's got to be at this point, right? But I thought that last time. So I thought that showed on the sun. So shows you what I know. Yeah. So, uh, but well, turns out Papa yeah. Briscoe was born in West uh, Virginia. So the, the, the Briscoe roots go deep into Western Virginia. And uh, Charlie Haas is obviously – well, he says he's from Texas, but I thought he's from Oklahoma. But, oh, Charlie Haas? Yeah. He's from New Jersey. Really? Seton Hall. Just like KJG. Right. Former guest of High Five Tom. Um, former guest chopping it up. Yeah. I mean, we got a lot to cover. So, I mean, the first fall came fast. Yeah. 
Um, is there really a lot to cover, though? I mean, I really liked it. There really wasn't. It was, it was back and forth. It was hard-hitting stuff. Towards the end of the match, Haas goes for the ether again. Yeah. Uh, I did gets... like the pine bell spot when Jay put the, the ring bell on his head and rung the bell. That was pretty cool. And the cooler spot was cool, but. So, uh, match kind of takes a turn. Haas goes to get the ether. Briscoe inter- accepts that and winds up at the commentary desk. So Cornette and Kevin Kelly are selling the ether towel being on the desk. And Jay blasts Charlie Haas with the, the ether can. And after that, he gets a fall. Charlie Haas cannot get up. Yeah. He, he tries to get up at nine, but he stumbles and falls out of the ring. So that's it. You know? Jay Briscoe, reach for the sky, boy. Pew, pew. Um, and, and like I said, standalone, like I said, this would have been a great match in January if we hadn't seen them wrestle 15 times already. Um, you know, and no disrespect. But, to you know, you, you got to give something good for the crowd. That, like, if they're not getting the pay-per-view show. So they got, they got a hell of a card. Yeah. This, this, these road rate shows. Pretty good. You would assume that's great bang for your buck. For what you imagine one of these shows would cost, for the yeah. card quality you're getting. Um, well, and we've got that Pittsburgh show, but I think that's a standalone. So I think this is all part of the, the Road Rage um, TV taping. So I'm assuming there's more. Um, you know, I just hope the Briscoes and World Wrestling's Greatest Tag Team just get away from each other. Um, you know, but I have a feeling we're going to talk more about that a little bit later. But will the main events? Well, the main event of this podcast. Um, Best in the world, April 24th, 2012. Also, weird, you know, the day after we recorded last week. Funny how that works. Um, Taking place in New York City. What building is this in, Will? It's got to be the Hammerstein Ballroom. Which, high fivers, as you will know. It's where Tom and I met. Well, we didn't technically meet there. We technically met. At Grand Central. I got Grand Central. We we met on the street. Yeah, I, I was I was looking for you. You were looking for me. I saw a guy. I said, "Well, based on what I know about Milwaukee Tom, that was like Milwaukee Tom." Yeah, and I was visorless that night. So you were because uh, you you left that somewhere too. Yeah, at least I left it at home. So at least that was left at home. Yeah, but uh, your curtain jerker. I'm gonna say, well, all right, folks. All right, folks. I gotta, I gotta apologize because I made a lot of promises that I couldn't keep. <laughs> I, I totally went into this totally ready to uh, try to convince Tom that this match was better than what he thought it was. Was it because of the ring being janky, and they're like, "Oh, I don't think the ropes are supposed to do that." Maybe. Truth Martini's doing that on purpose. And you, I mean, Cheeseburger had to fix the, the yeah. ring ropes after. Was it that? Was it the team just not gelling? Was it ring rust on the Guardians of Truth side? Was it the fact that they're wearing black masks that have no eye holes? Yeah, they can't fucking breathe. So there was a lot of time. Timing stuff seemed off. Like, a lot of times they jump off the corner. It seemed like they didn't, they didn't jump far enough. I mean, the Guardians of Truth, for those of you who don't know, the headbangers, they look a little more bulky. Yeah. And I remember them being in the E. So I don't know. This, the Briscoes won. 
obviously. Duh. Because uh, the House of Truth is falling apart. More on that later. Yeah. Might be right after this. Uh, I don't take notes. That's Tom's job. Yep. So uh, the match was not great. It's not the worst match I've ever seen, but it definitely was not up to the caliber of the rest of the card. Yeah, this... this is, yeah. That was a certified pre-show effort right there. Yes. I didn't even rewatch it. There was really nothing to get from it other than how much you saw Cheeseburger. Which is cool. You know, anytime I see- even the finish was weird. Like, they went for the Doomsday device... It almost looked like he went to like reverse it, but then Jay just pinned him. It, yeah. it looked unintended. It looked like somebody said, "We gotta just call this. This isn't working out." <laughs> yeah, and and for you know any high fiver that doesn't listen on a semi regular basis, my process is I will always the next day after we record, I will watch the following week's episode just while I'm working, just kind of get a sense of it, um, and then I will rewatch it, you know, the day or two before and take notes. I didn't rewatch this match. I was just so fed. I was I was done. I'm actually surprised we're talking more than much as, as we are. Um, I wa- I watched it so intently. I'm like, I'm gonna look look for things that I can point out how great these things were. And I got nothing, Tom. I yeah. got nothing. Um, you know, once again, shout out to Brundon. Um, thanks for letting me know it was a headbanger, so I didn't have to research it. Um, I, I was curious because I wanted to know. Because I was not expecting the get-ups that came out of it. I'm like, what is this? This is so goofy looking. You're in New York City. You can't tell. We've been to Hammerstein Ballroom. There's probably a mass shop within two blocks where you could have got, um, or you just cut them some eye holes. Or, or just don't do the mass things and just say the Guardians of Truth are the headbangers. Yeah, or just, and let them be the headbangers. Or just, you know. And I think part of it was that Truth, and we're big Truth Martini fans, and he had hyped it up so much. So I'm wondering, like, if he hadn't hyped it up so much, would I be less disappointed? I don't think so. Because yeah, do I don't know if he announced that the headbangers were going to be there. I don't know if I necessarily would have thought that would have been a threat. It would have been cool because, oh, Mosh and Thrasher against the Briscoes. Let's that could be fun. Like, let's the Country yeah. Boys versus like the Punk. You know, metalhead, hardcore guys like that could be fun. This match was not fun. No, not Jer- fun. Jersey shits of the biggest kind. But we'll right off the bat, right after this, things definitely pick up because we've got Eddie Edwards versus Homicide. <laughs> I have been waiting for a week for that. Thank you, Will. Um, Didn't come out to hate breed this time. Came out to uh, the Snoop Dogg. Yeah, um, and these these two's had a brawl. Um, how the hell fuck? Of a man. I, mean, I mean, he's thirty five here, but that dude is forty five years old. A very rough forty five. This man has lived, and dude runs around like a cruiserweight. <laughs> you know, I, you know, it's, he, it's the streets. Yeah, um, he's cut from a different cloth. He's. Everybody says it as a joke, but he is built different. That, 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 that's a shoot, brother. That's I mean, love homicide. I'm getting when I have the money, I'm getting a homicide shirt. I I officially yeah. licensed homicide shirts. We uh, yeah, dude. I just uh, there's there's one that's a Wu Tang logo. It's called Homicide is for the Children. 
or there's a sick one with like a skull and a bandana and it's got barbed wire around it. It says 187 Homicide. Oh, man. Definitely Homicide's right. great. This was a hell of a match. Eddie Edwards hurt himself in training, so he was, he was taped up. Well, you know, and like I said, Eddie Edwards, um, I'm, I'm not a fan of his per se. I'm not a detractor, but I will say this about Eddie Edwards. Motherfucker can take a beating. He's a great worker. He doesn't have a whole lot of personality right now. Forever. It doesn't change. It doesn't change. You know, unfortunately, his look has changed a lot in the last 10 years. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll say that. I, I am not... I'm not as familiar with Eddie Edwards' later career. I'd say up to current career, other than like the stuff I've seen here up there. Yeah, like the first thing I knew of Eddie Edwards was he had his uh, orbital bone broken by Sammy Callahan. Sammy Callahan with a bat. Ooh. That was an nasty spot, though. Ooh. Oh, yeah. So, and God damn it, David Richards didn't show up at the fan fest. So I still don't have David Richards' autograph. Ooh. I know. I'm at the Who is this man? He, he, he claims his house is full of learned doctors. I, you know, I got, I'm going to pull some strings on this. I'm kind of, you know, but that's not a string. That's sort of shout out to Joey. But um, anyways. So hell of a match, Tom. Remind me who won. Uh, homicide. Um, Hit him with the old gringo killer. Yeah, it was just. Uh, this was a hell of a match, though. Yeah, it was kind of tough. I don't know about you, but was there a, a, about a second half leg on your years, too? I mean, I've got to use the shitty Microsoft Edge browser. Oh, so actually, I no. I, actually, I watch this on my laptop, so my laptop is a little laggy overall. Yeah. Because uh, the Microsoft Edge was not – it was struggling. From I got a little ways into this match, and the feed on the Xbox just starting to go. But <laughs> I threw it on the laptop. Um, and then I was good until the main event, and I started having some hiccups again. It was kind of like refreshing, fast-forwarding. Yeah, mine hole was like a was a whole second half lapse, but it was um hell of a match. I mean, you no know, shouts out to Homicide, put on a great match with Eddie Edwards this month. Had a great yeah, match with Bennett at, at the tenth anniversary show. Yeah. I mean, Homicide is for the children. He's putting over these kids. Yeah. Even if even if he's winning, like Eddie Edwards still came out of this looking great. Wrestling with his banged up arm. He yeah. lost to an icon. Did you ever see that uh, 2003 riot they had Ring of Honor had? No. Nope. For Samoa Joe and Homicide, or I should send you that clip. Um, yeah, Homicide went into the crowd like as a shoot. Um, I wouldn't fuck with that guy, so. Um, <coughs> yeah, lots of false finishes. Um, you know, like I said, they sold the arm thing. Um, you know, but in the end, Edwards gets a single leg on Homicide, uh, rolls out. Um, Edwards goes to the clothesline. Uh, but Homicide just rakes the shit out of that bad arm and he gets him. I'm just going to call it the burger breaker for the win so we don't get censored. It's the uh, They're calling it the gringo killer. That's better. Okay, yeah. It's the cock killer. It just, mean, seriously, this match? I mean, I mean that move? Dial 187 Homicide, Tom. You, there, there are no protection. I mean... Cue up your hate breed. Cue up your Wu-Tang. Cue up your grave diggers. Uh, All about homicide. Yeah. Oh, he comes with the grave diggers too. That'd be sick if he did. I met. They came around here a couple years ago, and I'm really bummed I missed it because it was like in Manchester at the bar I would always go to, and I didn't make it. Um. Yeah, but I mean, once again, shout out Kevin Kelly and Nigel. 
Um, you know, they did a great job of, of playing up the arm injury, and that's why Edwards lost. So um, does he lose his momentum here, Will? He, he's battling all these former champions, you know, to you get know, back. It's one of those things, the caliber of opponent he's got, it's going to catch up to him, and it maybe it's starting to catch up. Yeah, because, well, didn't he have a staff infection in that same elbow earlier this year, too? So, I mean, I don't know. Eddie, man, you know, just, you know, take care of yourself, buddy. So, well, well, um, the next match we've got on the card technically is Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole, but you don't want to talk about it. You want to save that for last. Yes. Spoiler. This must be Tom's favorite match. You and that's saying a lot. Time. It, that's saying a lot considering that Kevin Steen and well, the Briscoes fought the fucking headbangers and a fucking executioner's mask. Um, wasn't it wasn't great. I'm sorry, everyone. I promise you I was gonna convince Tom this was a great match. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I, I went in with all the optimism in the world and uh wasn't great. No. Cool to see the headbangers, you know, you didn't really see the headbangers, but yeah, and I hope they get another shot, like her. I mean, take the man, I don't know. So I don't know if they came back at all. Um, I guess we'll see. Uh, but the next match we've got uh that we are going to Review after uh, this next fuck you Zoom break and holy shit that forty minutes went quickly. Will, um, which is a testament to you by the way. Uh, so we're gonna take another quick break. I'm gonna show. I'm gonna put a clip here of the end of the Kyle O'Reilly and Cole match, um, just to hear Kevin Kelly and Nigel lose their shit. So um, high fivers. Will and I will be back in about ten seconds. That action, of course, from recently on Ring of Honor Wrestling Television. We're back here at ringside, and Nigel, there is a lot of animosity that exists anytime you have champion and challenger, but there is so much more because of Kevin Steen, Jim Cornette, his whole dynamic as well. So much more going on, and we just saw in there what these guys are getting. Wait a second. Oh, look who's here. Well, Steve Carino. sit there and do 
color commentary, go ahead. But if you're going to sit there, I'm going to sit right down there and I'm going to keep an eye on you. And I promise you, if you try to interfere in that match one little bit, I'll do something about it personally. All right, well, fighting words. All right, now, here, let's give him this one. There you go. We'll turn his headset up now that Carino's here ringside. Hello, Nigel. Hello, pal. I didn't really uh, appreciate that. I, I didn't wear my glasses. I forgot. I thought you were Shane Hagedorn for a second, but he doesn't work here anymore. You forget a lot of things, don't you, pal? I do. Get hit in the head a lot. I wait. I used to before uh, Cornette would started to starve me out. Hi, Kevin. How are you? I'm doing fine, Mr. Carino, and I would ask that you keep your...
Fivers, here we go uh, with our next match in this fantastic pay-per-view. Will, we've got the Young Bull versus the Veteran Bull. Uh, you know, this is pretty much King Kong versus uh, Godzilla, but we got Michael Elgin versus Fit fucking Finley. Um, dude, motherfucker Fit Finley's 53 years old. Yes, you know, what we didn't talk about, though, was uh, how he told Roddy Strong and Truth Martini, he's the one at ringside. Yeah, I must have. I, yeah, I, that was, I want to say that happened after the tag match. They had like the backstage thing because yeah. he's like, I'm going to beat him. And Roddy Strong's like, listen, Porky, I've already beat him. So beating him's not really that big of a deal. And Truth Martini's like, Porky, why are you calling him Porky? Don't say stuff like that. But Elgin's like, you know what? I don't need you guys. You guys stay back here. I'll take care of this all by myself. Yeah, I completely forgot about that. So, Porky, it's a God. Roddy is such a prick. So, Michael Elgin, no, no house of truth. Yeah, um, but yeah, it, you know, and like we talked about a homicide. I mean, that's fifty three years of that's fifty three years old of getting punched in the face forever. So, you know. I don't remember if he's third or so is David Finley third or fourth generation. I think he's third. Not that big, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, Michael Elgin's all on his own. Um, you know, so we'll see what happened. But yeah, Mike, you know, Fit Finley being a genius, he is. Um, awesome. I mean, he just he groundwork. He grounds Michael Elgin. You know, I mean, he knows Elgin's strong, but he can't lift if your legs are shot. So. You know, at the end of the day, Will, I mean, I could probably watch these two just go at it for weeks on end. Um, you know, a few false finishes. Uh, oh, yeah, I love how uh, the one spot where Finley was talking shit to Elgin, but he was backing up and backing up, and then Elgin came in for the kill and just kicked him right in the face. Wow. Good Finley, so good. So, um, yeah, and then uh, some definitely some false finishes here. Uh, Finley takes the advantage. Uh, knocking Elgin, Elgin gets up on the ropes. Uh, you know, like Jim Ross always says, don't get off your feet, and un, you know, you know, intentionally. And uh, all that work he did on his knees paid off. Um, yeah, and Nigel, you know, talks about how, uh, you know, the legs and knees are huge for a guy like Elgin because, I mean, the guy is, I mean, the dude's a fucking brick shit house. So, uh, but yeah, end of the match, uh, Finley uh, knocks Elgin down. Uh, picks him up, goes to plan, but Elgin sneaks behind him. Um, meets him back door, nails a spinning back fist, a buckle bomb, a twisting power bomb for the one, two, three. Um, Willie, got any good uh, good thoughts for this match? No, just Elgin won it all on his own, and then Truth Martini came out to celebrate. Weird how that happens. Um, I love the sell job because both those guys laid on the mat for like a good. Would seem like an hour. Um, yeah, Truth Martini, all fresh as a daisy, running around like a crazy person, you know, taking all the glory. Um, yeah, and Finley goes to shake his hand, and Truth Martini's like, oh, no. And Michael Elgin's like, oh, yeah. And uh, he gets in Martini's face, so it's been and a slow burn. Right? Hand. He, he did the coat of honor. 
at the start of the match, and they said Martini would have said no. Fractures in the house of truth. Um, you know, and this is one of those funny things. We all know what's going to happen, um, but they've just been teasing it so long. I've really enjoyed it. I, mean, I think they've been teasing this pretty much since we started. Um, pretty much. I mean, the cracks started to show definitely a couple weeks in. Yeah, I mean, when Michael Logan explodes, so, I mean, they're, uh, this is uh, very similar to um, a War Dog storyline that we've seen recently going on with uh, with Wardlow. So, but uh, yeah. after that, Will, I don't know if this happened for you, uh, but we get an intermission package, you know, and we recap Richard's... I, I really didn't like this because I thought my feed screwed up because it looped a couple times. I was just going to bring that up, so... It really killed the pacing. Yeah. And it was it felt weird. It was like, it wasn't quite in the middle either. It was like a little earlier in the middle, and, like, and it felt long. Well, yeah, it was long because it played it three times. Yeah, Not I, a fan. Yeah, it was... Um, yeah, I was recapping Richard Steen, um, you know, roll... Russia's greatest tag team aren't responsible for injuries. They did a collision with the embassy and House Truth. And I just got my notes here in case you missed it. They recap it three more times. Um, yeah, just weird. So I don't know. Yeah, that wasn't good. But, Will, they made up for it right here because we have a prodigy service announcement. We did. It didn't disappoint. There was plenty of. Plenty of him and Maria making out. Yeah. Um, you know, you, uh, you suck chant directed at Maria. Uh, that was funny. I'm from uh, Boston. Best city in the world. Yeah. You know who's not from Boston? Mike fucking London. Then it pulls the old, you know, you paid to see me, but I got all night trick, blah, 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 blah. Well, but yeah, in a nutshell, uh, Bennett tells everyone uh, he's only wrestling for championship. Um, you know, and like you said, he's from Boston, blah, 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 blah. And uh, oh, they chant the CM Punk at him. He's like, I'm the best in the world. Yeah. Um, and then him and Maria start making all blah, 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 blah. But then Will, what happens next? Like fucking Mondo. And quite possibly the promo of the year. Comes out. Um, Cuts a promo about how, you know, he's always wanted to wrestle in front of this. What's his hometown? It's New York. He's from Long Island. But, you know, he wants to wrestle in the New York City crowd. Doesn't care against who. He just he just wants to be there, wants to wrestle. So he's in his, his street jorts. Bennett's in his street clothes. And uh, says something along the lines of, first I'm going to fuck you up and then I'm going to fuck you. Pointing at Maria, so it's, the end was a little, but yeah. Um, but uh, they scrap. Yeah, I mean, he comes out gun to Ref, referee runs down. Yeah, and uh, high fivers, you will hear this promo. I'm sure what part of the episode to be honest with you right now, uh, but it's just money. Yeah, it's like I'm from New York and you're full of shit. And dude, let's face facts here, Will. Mondo was over. 
extremely over, over huge. Um, you know, I don't think they'll ever let him go full baby face, but um, yeah. Because he's not really. No. He's just in deer. Yeah. Um, and obviously he's just, I mean, getting in, in the face of the heel, you know, Bennett here and being from New York and everything. Um, but, you know, maybe, I don't know. We'll see. It, it's going to, I have to, I don't know what happens to Mike Mondo after all this. Uh, I'm excited to find out. I hope he gets a nice push, you know, maybe a title shot here or something like that. I mean, he just took a, a former world champ to the limit. I don't know if it, it was a proving ground match, but, uh, but yeah, after, uh, after Mike Mondo tells Bennett that he's going to fuck Maria, uh, they start fighting and uh, Paul Turner comes down and uh, we get a, we get a match. And then, uh, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I mean, say what you will about Mike Bennett right now. Dude is a phenomenal wrestler, though. Crazy good. Um, you know, and then Brutal Bob plays his, his job well. Um, he gets the upper hand. Brutal Bob, you know, you know, punches Mondo. Uh, but, yeah, but then Bennett gets Mondo on the mat, yells at him like he always does. Uh, but then Mondo gets the roll-up for the one, two, three. And some people will may say it was an upset. But me and you, I don't mean to speak for you, but we know the best man won this match. I know that. I'm assuming you know that, so I don't want to. Mike Mondo starting to shoot up the ranks. Yeah, this is uh, this is awesome. I was, I mean, Will and I, I mean, to break down the fourth wall, Will and I have been texting about this uh, the past couple of days. Um, loved it. But then uh, we go to another recap. Surprise, surprise here. Um, you know, but the the three way for the TV title. And we discussed, you know, uh, how maybe the fix is in, blah, 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 blah. Um, but first comes out Ciampa. Dude, dude. Slain psychopath. He's, he's ready to go. He's ready and raring to go. That beard is money. I don't, I don't know how he did it, but, you know, you definitely get glimpses here of what's going to make Ciampa one of the greatest of all time in the end. I mean, this is, this is really, yeah, um, awesome. Yeah, and then uh, but Champa comes out with Artie Evans and uh, Prince Nana and uh, Princess Mia. Uh, you know, Strong comes out uh, with Truth Martini, and uh, and Lethal comes out with what Nigel called it at uh, his warrior haircut. Um, Lethal's hair was on fire. Um, it was pretty awesome. So, yeah, match match starts out with a flurry, um, as you'd expect. Uh, but Lisa and Champ are outside. And by this is a three-way elimination match, so it's not one fold to a finish, by the way. Um, I admittedly didn't pay a whole lot of attention to this match. Yeah, I, you know. I, I didn't feel terribly invested in it. Like, they've been building up to it, but I just kind of like, eh. I didn't really feel like there was something to like, there wasn't really a stake to it. Yeah, they just kind of, the build was, I mean, they, they built it a lot, but it was just almost too much. Because um, like it, they didn't really feel like they wanted you to lean in a particular way. Like, do you support Lethal because he's the baby face, quote unquote? Do you support Champa because he's like he's got the crew saying, "Hey, we got your back, buddy." But then they're also like in cahoots with the the cornerman for the other guys, and he's like, "What's going on? You got me disqualified one week. Now you're buddy buddy with him the next week. Like, what's going on?" Yeah. 
Um, one spot I do want to mention is Lethal is out on the on the apron and uh, gets leveled by a kick to the face from from Plaything Princess Mia. She leveled him. And by the way, Plaything though that is Nigel's words, not mine. Um, you know, Princess Nana's words, but it is what it is. So, but uh, they will. Maybe uh, Princess Mia's got a future. What do you think? Yeah, she's uh, chopping it up in the Impact roster right now. So, yeah, see so, where that takes her. Former former uh, May Young Classic participant, um, former member of Retribution. I was going to bring that part up, but uh, that's what I'm here for. Also, the significant other of uh, one of my better half's favorite, Keith Lee. So, um, yeah, some that say was he's limit. Some say he's limitless. I would agree with that. I mean, Keith Lee does whatever he wants. So. Some say you should bask in his glory. Yeah. Um, yeah, these matches are always a little chaotic, uh, but the other spot was when Jay Lethal got um, Roddy in the figure four, and then he got Ciampa in the rings of Saturn at the same time. I thought that was kind of fun. So, um, But coming up to the end, all of a sudden, Will, um, Princess Nada and R.D. Evans are, are running around ringside like, they're, like their hair's on fire, but no one's chasing them. Kind of weird, uh, but Champa's getting Roddy up to post out the project. Champa, but Nana rolls into the ring and undercuts um, Champa by quote unquote accident and strong lands on him, gets the pin. And then uh, Jay Lethal trying to capitalize goes for lethal injection, but gets hit by Truth Martini. And uh, Roddy gets the pin on both of them. So going forward, Adam, we talked about it on the road rage. Adam Cole won the proving ground match. Pin Roddy Strong. Roddy Strong retained. So, as as we as we are currently in storyline, he's got a shot against Roddy Strong for that title. Yeah. So, a little foreshadowing there, Will. So we'll uh, we'll see what happens there. But Will, all these factions are falling apart. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what uh what comes of all that. So. But, Will, next we've got for the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships, we've got the Challengers, who won a Proving Ground match. I think it was against the Briscoes, wasn't it, like in December or something like that? Yeah. Um, but, obviously, Rhett's been out. Um, you know, and Rusty's greatest tag teams ducking them whenever they had the belts. Um, but, yeah, this is uh, this is fun. Um, you know, Rhett's been out a few months. Uh, it's fresh. It's a match, but it's not against the Briscoes. Yeah, it, it's something different. It's a new team. Um, and with all the ether chicanery that, that's going on with uh, Rusty's greatest tag team, uh, if they get disqualified this time, Will, they lose the belts. That's right. They they, they had to throw in that, that bit. Like, listen, you, you guys keep trying to weasel your way out of this. No weaseling this time. Yeah. So, and uh, that definitely played in the story, you know, and I, I've been notoriously, I don't want to say anti-Kenny King, but not a big fan, but the, at, at the end of the day, Will, you're going to be hard-pressed to find four better athletes in one match than this. I mean, all four of these guys are just are superior, and it showed right off the bat. Um, K-I-N-G King. Yeah. And then my new friend, Kevin Kelly, uh, does say that, you know, when an athlete controls their emotions, they're dangerous. But when their emotions control them, the athlete's in danger. 
no. can't live that gimmick, brother. You got to have that one. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and he didn't mention who he's referring to, but I mean, obviously, it could apply to anyone in this match. Uh, his tempers were flaring high. So, uh, match rage is on. Um, we got Kenny, but at the beginning of the match, right, Kenny King was getting his ass whooped. Um, you know, he was definitely carrying the team for a while. Um, but he finally gets the hot tag. Um, you know, Rhett gets in there, la da da da. And all of a sudden, Shelton whacks Rhett with that belt and Rhett gets busted open. You got more blood. Um, yeah, and I don't know if you know this, but Kevin Kelly actually got up out of his uh, out of his announcer table and then went in to check on him. And he's like, Paul Turner, what are you doing? Um, you know, well, I know you only know call part of Forbidden Door, but Paul Turner is having a rough week in 2012, too. He's been in a couple match, Schmaz matches, so um. And he had a rough week last week, so I guess this week in, in June is not Paul Turner's, but uh, we shall see. Um, oh, this night's not going to be his. It, uh, he has a rough night later on, too. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Brett, Brett's a great bleeder. Um, some people just know how to bleed. And then, you know, Paul Turner asks him if he wants to quit. He's like, hell no, blah, 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 blah. And then uh, Haas gets on the mic. He's like, either you stop, boy, or I'm going to kill you. And uh, so they string him up for their, their little finishing move. Uh, they take their sweet-ass time. But all of a sudden, Kenny King, I don't know if you know so well, this motherfucker launched himself like two-thirds of the way across the ring to nail fucking Shelton Benjamin. Like, out of nowhere. Um, he didn't go through the ropes. I mean, he went over the – so, I mean, you know, if he styles, you know, AJ Styles did. But, um, yeah, and then he gets a boot for his, uh, for his pleasure from Charlie Haas. But then, Rhett, being the wily veteran, Another roll-up win. One, two, three. I know this is only an audio form, but Will, I jumped out of my fucking chair when I watched this last Friday. New oh, champs. New fucking champs. All Night Express, baby. So uh, now, we'll, now we'll see them wrestle wrestling's greatest tag team for the next uh, four months. You know, it'll be good till after our birthdays, you know, but um, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe, maybe, I mean, we've got the Bucks waiting in the wings. Um, there was a couple mentions of a couple of brothers, not named the Young Bucks. <laughs> that recently came back from Japan. Nice burp there, Tony. Thanks. Uh, that, that was uh, brought to you by Polar Seltzer's uh, Mango Limeade. Nice. Um, That's right. The Bravado Brothers. Yeah, they did get mentioned a few times in this match, so I'm hoping. Um, you know, yeah, you got CNC Wrestle Factories kicking around. Yeah, you got so, the Guardians of Truth. You know, they got championship material written all over them. Yeah, toilet bowl championship, but um, hey, titles a title. Hey, I've got two title bowls championships, so I can't argue. So, um. Yeah, Will, I don't know about you, but I was fucking stoked when this happened. No, I definitely, it, it was time. It was time to get the belts off. Wrestling's greatest tag team. And not back to the Briscoes. And not just back to the Briscoes. Briscoes are great. But, like you said, you know, you had a get out of your seat reaction to finally something yeah. different. Yeah, because this is brewing since pretty much since we started watching. And 
It makes sense too because now they're the only champ. They're the only babyface champion. Yeah. You know, got Roddy with the TV belt. Steen is over as fuck, but I mean, Steen is still working heel. So the only Express really is your only babyface champion on the program. Yeah. Um, I don't know if the Bravados would be considered faces later. I don't know. I guess we'll see how they come out. Um, yeah, depends on how they come out. I mean, they were they were working face against the Bucks, but yeah, most well, people wind up working face against the Bucks. So yeah, we get the Muddy Don't Kneel. We don't know if they're back in in Australia or whatnot. Yeah. So and a couple of those other young tag teams. Um, Chris Silvio's been around. Um, Matt Taven's kind of hanging around. So um, it's a good time for the for the tag team belts. We'll see what happens. So and then we'll. The main events of this pay-per-view for the Ring of Honor title. And a no-holds-barred, no-disqualification match. We've got Kevin Steen versus Davey Richards. Um, Steen comes out. He's got Jimmy Jacobs at ringside. Carino's at ringside at the commentary booth. Yeah, which he and, was supposed to be banned, but he said, um, Cornette said, yeah. I'll let you there, but I'll be done at ringside also. So we had that and uh, Davey Richards alone. Yeah. Um, alone at first. Um, but yeah, Carino gets on the, on the stick, and uh, he just loves telling everyone how he loves being evil. Um, but everyone needs to get ready for the era of kill, steam, kill. Um, and then Bobby Cruz gets on the mic, announces him, and it was a uh, it was pretty funny. He had trouble announcing him as Mr. Wrestling. That's right. He's no longer wrestling's worst nightmare. He is Mr. Wrestling. Um, loved it. But uh, Will, like you mentioned, David Richards came up by himself, but Kyle O'Reilly storms into the ring. So Kyle O'Reilly had a match against Adam Cole earlier in the night. Which we are going to um, review out of order. That's on me. But uh... And O'Reilly says, you know, I'm not coming out here with you. I respect you more than I respect everybody else. He's like, but you know, the whole the entire time I'm going to be with you, I'm always going to be the sidekick, and I'm nobody's sidekick. So, eat shit. I'm out of here. Yeah, and fuck you, New York. Um, Kyle O'Reilly's comments in my mind, but yeah, I like the lines. Like, I'm not going to stab you in the. I didn't come out here to stab you in the back. I came out here to stab you in the eye. Um, so, yeah, and then Carino just playing it up. You know, Davey Richards, what kind of champion was he? He loses his best friend. Um, you know, he's like, yeah, Kyle O'Reilly's in the back getting stitched up, um, and I'm proud of that. So, you know, and he thanks Davey for lighting the fire under his ass. But, yeah, like you said, um, he's always going to be in, in the, you know, in the spot, in the, in the shadows, so. So no more Team Ambition, no more New Wolves, no more whatever have you. Yeah. There's Davey Richards, and there's Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah. So, and then um, obviously the story is, I mean, obviously Kevin Steen and Richards, but I can't put over Steve Carino's commentary enough. The stuff going on besides the stuff in the match. It was it was the whole it was the whole show. Yeah. 
Fucking brutal. Carino to Kevin Kelly. Carino to Nigel. Carino to Jim Cornette. Playing up the, oh, well, that, I didn't see that on my monitor. And then he's they're like, what do you mean you see it on the monitor? It's right in front of you. Yeah. And stuff like the tables are getting busted up. He's like, I'm going to grab my microphone just in case. <laughs> um, but I love Carino's the- great. Carino's great on commentary. When I think of Ring of Honor commentary, obviously now it's, I think, of Ian and Caprice. But most of the episodes I watched when I was watching was Carino and Kevin Kelly. So Nice. Okay, yeah. Um, but I love in the tale of tape when they go over the weight. You know, obviously Kevin Steen weighs more than Davey Richards. Right, they bring up how he's got a weight advantage, and Carino's like, well, it's always the weight, right? You always got to bring up his weight. Yeah, what do you weigh, Kevin Kelly? He's like, I'm not a wrestler. Just subtle. It was a five second clip, but it was fucking. And Kevin Kelly's was gold. Uh, You know, new Ring of Honor Rivalry fan, Kevin Kelly. So, um, he's gonna check out the show and be like, "Oof, what did I get myself involved with?" Yeah, and then uh, Carino um, ripping on Cornette. He's like, yeah, this is the Jim Cornette show with a uh, featuring Ring of Honor. So, um, but it, it will, I guess there was a, a match in the ring. Um, there was a match in the ring. I mean, there. Well, I should say in the building, it kind of it, it, it went a little bit everywhere. Yeah, this uh, this was a hard hitting match. It was a great match, you know, as as to be expected by two wrestlers at this caliber. Yeah, um, and the stakes are high. Yeah, because I mean, like it's you said. Got, the high stakes. Yeah, if, if Davey doesn't win, he doesn't get another shot. Now, I don't know if he doesn't get another shot at the Ring of Honor title, or is he got another shot at Kevin Steen in the Ring of Honor? That is not been a joke, but um, you know, but yeah, just brutal. These two beat the piss out of each other, but something new. Um, Davey grabs the a chain, starts choking Kevin Steen with it, but then he wraps around his leg and gets the quarter kicks on Steen. With the chain, but the chain which, kept which was, oh, the, the chain kept coming off. Um, yeah, we get a DDT in the ladder, uh, but there's no ref because uh, DDT kicked uh, Todd Sinclair. That's right, because you got the two count, and Richards spin kicks Todd Sinclair. Yeah. Oh, Bobby. In front of Jim Cornette. We're all concerned about Steen. I mean, granted, in the next moment, Steen hits for uh, Bobby Cruz. I mean, Bobby Cruz gets taken out. Uh, Paul Turner comes down and eats a package pile driver after he doesn't do the count right. Yeah. And then it becomes everybody's scrambling to get a referee up because each man gets the the advantage. It's like, where's the ref? Where's the ref? We got to get a ref going. Yep. There was all the stuff with the spike, plural. Yeah, that's for, uh, towards, yeah, towards the end of the match. So, I mean, um, Jimmy jumps in Davey, uh, you know, and then Davey gets a spike, but uh, Cornette and uh, or no, Jimmy's going to spike him, but then Cornette comes in, grabs the spike, and then um, Carino comes in, gives kicks, Cornette kick Carino or kicks Cornette right in the balls, right in the balls if he had any, um, and then uh, Carino puts the boots to Cornette, uh, then Jimmy uh, Jacobs attacks Richards again. But somehow Richards grabs the spike, but Steen's got a second spike, and Steen spikes him right in the balls. Right in the dick. 
right in the dick. Square to the dick. So, and then I get some package pile driver, and we get the one, two, three. Once again, I know it's an audio podcast, but we'll analyze crowd, it. Crowd erupts. Yeah, we've then, got uh, seven minutes left. I was like, okay. Steam grabs the microphone. And he, I, thought uh, we, I thought maybe we'd get some La Revancha, but... Has a little... Well, you bring that up. He mentions that. Kevin Steen apologizes. So, you know, he said he's calling out Davey and Jim Cornette for being hypocrites. Yeah. And that Steen's a hypocrite. You know, the, the stuff he had to do to get ahead. Yeah. Wasn't the most honorable thing, but uh, Tom, you know who the biggest hypocrites are? I don't know, Will. Who are they? All you people. You people. Talking about how Laura Vondra, how they cheered. They yeah. cheer him now, but they cheered when El Generico sent him packing six months ago. They cheered Davy Richards and they turned on Davy Richards. Yeah. And he said, You can't turn on me because I don't care. Yeah, I don't give a shit. All these people care about what you think. It's like, I don't give a fuck what you think. And they cheer. Everything he says, he just rips them apart and they just cheer louder. I'm like, wow, you guys are fucking marks. And I'm a mark. Um, you know, and then it kind of seems like, yeah, you're like a woman who gets beat up and says she still loves her husband. And he's like, yeah, I know I got in this ring. I said, fuck a ring of honor. But what I really meant was, Fuck you, New York, and then they left, and then they just cheered like crazy. It's and that thought, that notion too, is really where it's at. Is you guys can't turn on me because I don't have any kind of investment in what you guys say or think or Steen's the best. Yeah. I, you, you, he's a top ten for anybody's top ten list. He's got to be in there. Yeah, except uh, for except for Tony's, probably not Tony's because one through nine is Bruno San Martino. Well, yeah, we'll see next week. So, Um, (laughs) I can't remember if it was Davey Richard or Kevin Steen, but yeah, those guys barely cracked the top ten in PWI for the longest time. But, um, will I mean, yeah, it was great. I mean, you'll hear the promo at the end. Um, high fivers, but what was uh, where do we go from here? Um, I mean, well, we got to go. Well, tonight we got to go back because we've got one more match to cover. But okay, I mean, yeah, but I thought we'd do that after our last, unless you want to hammer out in seven minutes. From uh, you know, we got going forward, like we need, we need, we need challengers for Kevin Steen. Yeah, obviously, Richards and O'Reilly are going to do their thing. Um, Maybe. Speaking of which, I think we will have a new tag team by the end of the year. Speaking of Kyle O'Reilly. Reed Dragon might be showing up. Might. Uh, I, I, got, I got a little snooty listening to uh, one of the latest uh, podcasts on the Wrestling Network. They were talking about a uh, top five favorite uh, wrestling songs. 
and some the the guest host said that he put dance away Bobby Fish's entrance theme. It's like, oh no no, Kyle O'Reilly's been using that since June of May, June of twenty twenty or of twenty twelve. Oh yeah. That's I can't see how he, it gets at this point how you could like feel like that's Bobby Fish's song. Yeah. But high fivers no. Yeah, I find, yeah, they, they I, mean, I made a point to point it out on the episode. We first time we got to hear the, the old dance away, the, the not dancing. Yeah. Yeah, you're the one. That, I mean, I might have thought the same thing, to be honest with you. So, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was, they, they really don't have the Ring of Honor roster isn't huge. So there's a lot of things like it doesn't really feel like there's like the upper level contenders right now. Yeah, I don't know. Like there's really not anybody kind of like waiting in the wings, like, oh, I'm gonna jump in when this when this is over. I mean, like you could plug in like a legend, you could have like a Kevin Scene versus a homicide. Could. Well, I mean, you've got Elgin. Elgin's on the up and up, but he's going to be probably beefing with a uh, Roddy Strong, calling him Porky. Um, you know, Chomp, if he wasn't booked so weird, would have been would have been nice. Um, you know, well Bennett, you know, yeah, Bennett's going to want a shot. He only wrestles champions. So yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. I they've got a lot of momentum here, so I hope they don't fuck it up. So. Um, you know, I know what happens towards the end of the year, but we'll see what happens. So I, I won't spoil this now. So, um, but Will, what do you think? We just take uh, one last uh, fuck you Zoom break so we don't have to hammer out this last. Yep. Tom, Tom's going to need more than four minutes to gush about this match. But I mean, in fairness, this match was a big deal to a lot of people. Well, Will, in my defense, it might take me five minutes just to explain the rules. There's a lot of rules to explain. If you thought Terminus had a lot of rules. <laughs> um, yeah, so why don't we just take that break real quick and then we'll just uh, we'll just wrap up with uh, this Adam Cole-Kyle O'Reilly match. Hybrid fighting rules. Hybrid fighting rules. All right, high fivers. We'll be back in about 10 seconds. Controlling one of the points of balance of the body. Absolutely. This is really what the Ring of Honor was based on. It's what it started out. Who was the better wrestler? Who was the smarter best? The best comments on Ring of Honor television. I was really struck by. Usually, you know, in wrestling and in competition, you say, listen, the guy's good, he's okay, he's whatever. Yeah. But he was like, oh, he's not very good. His kicks aren't very good. His strikes aren't very good. I was I, I was very turned off by the whole thing. Here in this one to call for to apply a count. 
So if Sinclair sees somebody so weakened that he thinks they might stay down for 10. Inzaguri, Cole on his feet. Shining Wizard caught up a little bit of a glancing blow there, Nigel. Yep. He did all of it, but he's given him time to get up. In my mind, once your opponent's down, you've got to get on him. That's what we're seeing here. Cole firing up. It seems like as Cole keeps this match a basic professional wrestling match, he's had more success. Out of the vertical suplex, the knee strike of O'Reilly. Dueling boots. Oh, you hear the sound of that. All right, now what's Sinclair to do? Are we going to see a 10 count here?
He's got the guillotine choke on. We are coming down to the final stretch. And I know we kind of did something a little different uh, because we are doing this spectacular fucking match with, if you follow me on any form of social media in the past three or four days, I posted and gushed about. So 
I figure it's only appropriate to do it last. Yeah, this 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 match was like I was saying, it's a big deal to a lot of people. Like a lot of people were talking about like, you know, this match was a big deal. You know, you you said you talked about with Kevin Kelly. You love this match. People in the Discord love this match. Yeah. This this match was a big deal. I mean, it was a great match. Yeah, shout out to Phil. Phil and I, Turnbuckle Throwbacks, Phil. Um, the, the man personally responsible for me even finding the Shining Wizards. Uh, we're talking about this today via text message. Um, you know, real quick, before we get into the match, Will, let's spend about 15, 20 minutes here explaining the rules. <laughs> it's not going to take that long, but oh, it's 15, 20 minutes. So there's a time limit. There is a 15-minute time limit, which I forgot the first time I watched this. Um, uh, no... No low blows, no eye gouging, no biting or hair pulling, no uh, throwing people out of the ring. Yep, that's a yeah, that's a um, well, that's a soft uh, or what do they call it, a regular foul. Yeah, the critical fouls, no eye gouging, no groaning attacks, no biting or hair pulling, foreign objects or outside interference, or abusing a referee. Um, all those things are automatic disqualifications. A uh, regular fall is throwing a point out of the ring. Uh, using the ropes or hooking the tights, you get three of those. On the third one, you get disqualified. Um, but yeah, the only ways you can win are by a 10 count, by a TKO's uh, technical knockout called by the referee. They said submission and tap out. I don't know what the fuck the difference is. Um, or or disqualification. So there's no pitting in this in this match. Nope. Which I didn't realize either. Kind of um, like blood and guts. Submission and uh, surrender. Yeah. Um, did you watch Blood and Guts? What's up? Did you watch Blood and Guts? Yeah, that was Dynamite last night. Yeah, well, I just, yeah, I'm still boycotting. Um, I did watch it first time I watched Dynamite in a very long time. Any good? It was very good. Okay, shout out to Santana again. I know we talked about it earlier, but um, but we start off real quick, Will, uh, with this match, obviously. Uh, for those that don't follow or are new to uh, Ring of Honor Rivalry, Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole were tag team. Uh, they were called Future Shock, and Kyle O'Reilly broke up the team, and he's been getting really fucking mouthy with Adam Cole. Uh, but he does shake his hand here, begrudgingly, but he does shake his hand. And um, and I don't know if they knew something was going to happen here or what, uh, but a little foreshadowing. Um, Kevin Kelly talks about how Adam Cole doesn't have a mouth guard on. You know, Kyle O'Reilly does because he, I mean, he's a fighter and everything. And just talk about how, you know, a mouth guard can impede your, your breathing if you're not used to it. We also didn't mention it, but there was a lot of points in the main event, too, where Kevin Steen put Richard's mouth guard in his mouth. I think it happened so often now that I think we just, you know, it's so funny watching the 2022 eyes because now we're just like, Steen, COVID, but you're like, wait, you're sweating on each other or something. What the fuck's the point at this point anyway? So, so. Let's just say it's a good thing that Adam Cole wound up marrying a dentist. Yeah. Um, but we'll get to that, that. That's towards the end. That that's that was part of the closing stretch, and that what a what a stretch that was. Yeah, I don't even know what to say. Um, but so man, this is yeah. this is the match O'Reilly should win, right? You know, I mean O'Reilly won their, their last match. O'Reilly picked the match. He made the rules. Yeah, but, uh, you know, in the beginning of the match, so, I mean, O'Reilly's throwing kicks and moves at him. But, man, people sleep on Adam Cole. Adam Cole was going tit for tat. 
he had great defense. He was dodging shit. Um, you know, it's it's something you don't normally see out of Adam Cole. And uh, I forgot to mention earlier though that uh, Kyle O'Reilly's knees taped up. Yep, yeah, and Nigel himself training, helping Davy Richards train up. Yeah, and you know, and, and Nigel's kind of giving him shit about. It. He's like, dude, what are you doing? Why don't you throw a black knee pad over that? So no one knows. But um, I yeah, think that's a, that's a good takeaway. Is he got hurt helping Davy train for Davy's match? Yep, storytelling. Gotta love it, Will. Um, yeah, a lot of back and forth. Um, you know, they had men kicking each other uh, to the mat. Um, Sinclair, or uh, oh, um, yeah. So basically, Adam Cole gets him up in a, a suplex. Kyle O'Reilly needs him in the face. Uh, they start kicking each other, but then they finally get one kick and they both land. You know, Rocky and Apollo Creed style. Um, you know, on the mat. So they start to the count. Um, and then they get up, and then uh, you can't. I watched it a couple times, but yeah, then O'Reilly punches Cole right in the fucking mouth, busting him up wide open. His teeth are in the ring. Yeah, um, yeah, and they start trading, you know, the old fashioned, you know, let's punch each other thing. Oh, uh, they, they, do the, the slaps, they do the slaps and shit. Yeah. Um, but what it was, it was the Kawada kicks. You've seen a lot of tonight, but yeah, O'Reilly does a Kawada kick, and all of a sudden you literally see Adam Cole's teeth fly out of his fucking mouth. Like three of them. You know, and they keep showing it on there too, so. Um, Nigel can't move past it. He's like, his teeth are on the mat. Yeah. Um, dude, and yeah, it's it, – and listen, I don't want to downplay the beginning of this match because uh, I didn't do a lot of notes because I was really watching. Uh, for when the, the blood but that that for that visual coal on his knees, blood pouring out of his mouth, pouring he, he like spits the blood out. Yeah, he's this, like incensed. Yeah, this is not hyperbole, people. It's literally pouring out of his mouth. Um, he bleeding. Yeah, and man, once again, you know, Nigel McGinnis and Kevin Kelly just stressing the urgency, they're losing their fucking minds. They're like, Paul Turner, stop the match. This kid's got a future. Um, and awesome. You know, Kevin. Wait, because didn't the, uh, the sports commission guy was at ringside? Yep. Yeah. And they okay. said, don't don't you dare stop this match. Yeah. Um, you know, and it even gets to the point where Kevin Kelly's like, God bless you, Adam Cole. Um, oh, yeah. Well, what happened was uh, Kyle O'Reilly gets up. Hits him with a nasty fucking lariat. Blows him out. But, yeah, Adam Cole hits the mat and bounces right back up. Like you said, yeah, just blood pouring out. Um, O'Reilly gets a couple more moves in him. Yeah, the athletic commission comes out. Um, and, and Adam Cole's like, don't you dare stop this fucking match. Um, it was more like probably, don't you dare stop this fucking match. It wasn't as bad as when Cesaro fucking ate the turnbuckle post. Very close. But it was the same kind of deal. Yeah. That was rough. Yeah, because it wasn't Cesaro. Didn't his teeth get busted into his mouth, though? Oh, yeah. Jammed them all. all. And then they made a T-shirt about it. I mean, why wouldn't you? Um, Yeah. It's a Swiss Superman. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, then, Will, I don't know if you caught this, but they had an uh, Adam fucking Cole chant going on. 
I was like, wow. Um, yeah, and then they also Cole, made sure to make note when Adam Cole smacked the fucking mouth guard out of Kyle O'Reilly too. Yeah. Oh yeah. My, oh. Um. Just so good. Um. Uh, you know, and this match is what maybe twelve minutes, maybe. Um. But it, it's action, action, action packed. Um, it, it, this is essential viewing. So I wasn't lying to you. What's that? No, I wasn't lying to you. I mean, Tom, you haven't lied to me about anything yet, so. No. Um, Other than when you said the shower door doesn't open. <laughs> I was just misinformed. Um, yeah. And, and, on the jet lag. Yeah. You know, Adam Cole kicks uh, Kyle O'Reilly out of the ring, uh, which wasn't a penalty until Cole went out. But then Kevin Kelly's like, I don't give it. At this point, I don't give a shit. Yeah, they, they said it wasn't being called, too, because if he kind of fell out. It wasn't like he was throwing him out. He kind of fell out with his own momentum. Yeah, and then I just I just love Kevin Kelly literally pleading. He's like, for the love of God, someone win this match. Um, someone does win. Yeah. And then... Uh, Tom, who wins this match? Well, what happened? you know, the end of the match, Will, they trade submissions. You know, Kyle O'Reilly and that, that smooth-ass arm bar. Jesus. But uh, Cole somehow gets out of it, gets him in a one-legged crab. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly gets out of that, do a rings of Saturn. Uh, but then Adam Cole puts him in a classic, classic figure four. Uh, playing up that knee injury like you talked about, Will, earlier. Yanking on that knee. Um, and your winner of not By only submission, but of our hearts. And fans across the world, Adam Cole. Bay Bay. Uh, yeah, and this, he's not even Bay Bay. Uh, and we, and, the crowd's cheering. Cole gets his hand raised, and Cole extends his hand. Yeah, so it's over. This is it, Kyle. We're done. You know. Kyle slaps it away. Rutten right, well, slap in the mouth. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I know you just busted yourself. Um, yeah, I mean, and, and Nigel put it perfectly. He's like, there are moments in life that you only see once in a lifetime. And ladies and gentlemen, you just saw it. We literally, and it wasn't just Adam Cole, by the way. Um, Kyle O'Reilly shined in this fucking match, too. Absolutely. We literally just saw two gentlemen become stars right in front of our eyes. Um. You know, so I'm, I'm glad you, you know, when because a uh, little uh, breaking down the fourth wall when I figured out this match was on this card, I told Will, I think I did it on air, but I'm not sure. This match will change your fucking life. I don't know if it changed your life, Will, um, but I would say it definitely was the highlight of their feud. Yeah, and they're not done yet. Um, um, done I, I mean, their, their paths are intertwined through next 10 years. Bring, through Ring of Honor, through PWG, through the NXT. WWE, through NXT, now in AEW. I mean, like these these guys are destined to fight forever. These guys are like three legged race tied together. Like there's another version of Steve Generico. Yeah. Um, I mean, literally, I was just uh yeah, I mean, anyone that doubted, I mean, because you look at Adam Cole, I mean, even to this day, but yeah, okay, he's skinny. Uh, blah, 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 but Duke can fucking go. 
And obviously in here he showed he's got the fucking heart. Dan Kyle, image, uh, his, his, his fucking big bright eyes and a fucking mouthful of blood. Oh, dude, yeah, just I mean, he's got like the teeth. He's baring his teeth. And there's just blood everywhere. Yeah, and any high fivers that haven't seen this match, uh, I'm assuming you're at least friends with me on some form of social media. I've literally posted this match like 20 times in the past week. Did it's available for free? There's no excuse not to watch it. And it, all you gotta do is click a fucking button, take you know 17 minutes of your life. Um, it, it was awesome. You know, it was well worth waiting till the end here. Um, we didn't even really do it justice in our review. There's just so much to talk about. Um, uh, do some highlights, but it was definitely check it out. Uh, it was it was definitely one of those moments. So there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff worth checking out between uh, this TV and this pay per view, Tom. Yeah, this is probably our best drink. Um, Plenty of Mike Mondo, and that's a shoot. He looked great in his jorts. Um, I I love the promo. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the end part of fucking Maria was a little cringy, but I don't know, just somehow it worked. Uh, maybe it's just because I'm a Mark. Um, but too, yeah, we got a bright future, Bennett. Um, we got a homicide. Hopefully, we're gonna get some more homicide. Um, yeah, and Will, I don't even think I have to ask you, but if well, let's just say TV TV alone. Uh, Will, if you've seen a TV episode, would that have you in the Ring of Honor in the future for the usual? Just TV. I would have been intrigued by this the, the road rage aspect, especially since they're like showing matches and they're like, oh, well, here's some highlights too. Yeah. Get the DVD. You can watch the whole fucking thing. Yeah. I'm the T part, like bringing back the TV execs and like the sponsors was a little eh. Didn't love that, but I'm, 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 they can't see. Tom, I, I just have plugged, I'm plugging in the laptop. So <laughs> I'm, I'm still, I'm still got headphones on. So, how about you, Tom? How, yeah, how it was. Feel? You know, I, I think it would have rolled me the TV. They kind of sour a little bit. But, I mean, that open match, I would have been intrigued by this Mike Mondo guy that beat this supposedly for uh, Ring of Honor champion. Um, you know, the, the Texas death match was, if I'd never seen, uh, you know, Jay Briscoe and Charlie Haas fight for 15, you know, million years, you know, definitely would have been intriguing. You know, I think it would have rolled me in and um, – you know, hopefully, they, you know, it'd be interesting to see what match they put on TV to try to get people to buy it. Um, but what one match from Best in the World, if you saw, would would make you go back and buy the DVD? Because you know they're going to show something on TV like the full match. They're probably going to give us the uh, – I would say they're probably going to give us the Adam Cole, Kyler Riley match. I think so. Did they show that on TV? A lot I mean, that's, that's that's the one they should show. They'll probably give the main event again. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, best in the world, I think it was the best. I mean, obviously, we had the, the fucking atom bomb in the beginning. Uh, but after that, man, it was a great fucking pay-per-view. We had, what, yeah. seven matches only? You know. Six of them were fucking out of the park, so. Yeah. Oh, sorry, high fivers, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's past midnight over by Will. Um, 
I got about three hours of sleep last night because I'm dumb. So I got into my book and finished it all in one sitting. Um, but I, Will's I only I only get like three hours of sleep at night because that's like all I've been able to sleep lately. Really got sleep, man. That shit will kill you. Here's hoping. Oh, I'm not doing this shit by myself. Jeez, Will. I'm driving all the way to New Hampshire to see New Hampshire. I mean, I've already been to New Hampshire. But anyways, Will, is there anyone, anyone or anything you want to put over before we pull the train to the station? No, just the usual stuff. Check out the other shows on uh, Visionary Global Media. Check out The Shining Wizards. Check out Do a Powerbomb. Yeah. Will's got 11 out of the 13, so. Um, I, I do. 11 out of the 13 covers I've seen. One of them, one of them went more. In reality, my financial situation, I shouldn't have been trying to bet bid on either of these. Hmm. But one, the price was going up, and it hit a point where I'm like, I can't justify spending money like that high. Yeah. For one, and then because it's one of those things like I paid a good chunk of money for one that was like graded. It's already come slab to me. It's certified to be just shy of being like a perfectly like mint condition deal. This other one's just some guy on eBay. So it's like one of them got was going a little too high. The other one wrapped up like 10 minutes after. And the, actually they cut it um, like with a minute left to go. Because I ref, there was like a minute and change left and I refreshed it to check to see where, like, kind of where like the bids were and said oh this bid's over yeah it's like so they called it like I didn't even get a chance to throw on another bid it so stuff to keep an eye out for at a later date nothing I need yeah but uh we check that mostly we checking out um I'm debating whether I want to get there's only five issues. There's a series that came out called The Crimson Cage. Mm-hmm. And it said five issues. There's a collected version coming out at the end of the month. Um, but it's Macbeth told through pro wrestling. Really? About how there's the, the top guy in the promotion... He's supposed to kind of relinquish his top spot to this newer guy. And apparently it's a kind of a retelling of Macbeth from there, but with pro wrestling in Louisiana. Well, I know a certain better half that would probably be very intrigued by that. So, yeah, let me know. And by the way, Will, I don't know if you can see the bottle cap that's stuck in my head. Yeah. Not the bottle, just the bottle cap. <laughs> All right. Well, but uh, yeah, thank you, High Fivers. Uh, shout out to uh, my good friend, um, UTT Rob, at, over at Booking the Territory. Uh, check out Band from Ringside, also on Visionaries Gold Media. Shout out to JCB, Chad and Diesel, it's great to see you guys. Uh, Brain Buster Boys, talk about fucking unique shit you want to listen to. Uh, Travis over at the Wrestle Special, dude's a fucking nut job in the best way possible. Uh, Turnbuckle Throwbacks, one of the godfathers of this shit. Obviously, uh, check out the Shining Wizards where Will and I met. So, uh, you know, Brundon, thank you for all you do. 
Uh, Eric, you know, thank you also. Shout out to Scotch Drinks more. Uh, David Henry Bowder the third, all our homies. But uh, high fivers, this is great. This is definitely one of our better episodes. We were very fucking excited. But uh, we will see everybody next week for episode forty-two and uh, the Pittsburgh showing. And we get a a setting of Bruno Sammartino in our Ring of Honor. So we'll see what's uh, what's happening. But that's all I got. High fivers. Will anything else? Nope. That's it. All right. Peace, love, and hair grease.